There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's Saturday the 17th of June. I'm Jamie East and this was a week that saw Boris's party end, Donald Trump arrested and charged, Italy mourning the scandalous Silvio Berlusconi and Margot Robbie on a Barbie sleepover. Grab a cup of something hot. Put up your feet and get up to speed on the seven biggest stories of the week. This is the standout seven from the Smart Seven. It's news, but not the news. This week featured quite a lot of Boris Johnson. The former PM created high drama over the weekend by resigning from Parliament along with Nadine Doris and Selby MP Nigel Adams. It was a preemptive move to try and get ahead of the Partygate report, which he was busy describing as a witch hunt by a kangaroo court, having seen an early copy of the findings. Former Number 10 Communications Director Guto Harry says Boris jumped to avoid being pushed. I think what he's done is take charge this weekend of a situation that was out of his control and drifting... You you know, inevitably towards a very, very unhappy and undignified sort of conclusion. But the controversy didn't end there. When Boris's resignation honours list was published, there were several anticipated names missing, including Alok Sharma, Nigel and Nadine. Boris was busy claiming that Rishi had edited the list, but the PM himself spoke on Monday and said that the shaggy blonde millionaire had asked him to overrule the panel who vetted the appointment list. Boris Johnson asked me to do something that I wasn't prepared to do. That was to, you know, either overrule the whole committee or to make promises with people. I wasn't prepared to do that. As I said, I didn't think it was right. And if people don't like that, then tough. It took until Thursday for the full Partygate report to be released, and it was truly damning for Boris. The 30,000-word report found the former PM did mislead Parliament over lockdown partying and that he was complicit in an intimidation campaign against the committee investigating him. It would have been enough to see him suspended from Parliament for 90 days, automatically triggering a by-election. There'll still need to be a vote on the report, and leader of the Commons, Penny Morden, said that'll happen next week. These are difficult matters for the House. We have to look at the evidence, we have to look at the report, but we are talking about people who are friends and colleagues. It will be a painful process and a sad process for all of us. Reaction to the findings has been mixed. Labour Deputy Leader Angela Rayner felt that Boris should have just come forward and apologised. Boris Johnson is not only a lawbreaker but a liar. He's not fit for public office and he's disgraced himself and continues to act like a you know, pound shot Trump in the way in which he tries to discredit anybody who criticises his actions. But he still has some supporters left. Former Brexit Minister Jacob Rees-Mogg was quick to come out to his best buddy's defence. I think their fundamental judgement is wrong because I don't think he deliberately misled Parliament, but I think the 90-day sanction shows more than perhaps the committee would like to show. And what about his past being revoked? Oh, it was trivial, so it's like switching off I... a child's Nintendo ten minutes early. And the honours list row continued, with Nadine Doris refusing to resign a seat until someone told her why she didn't get a peerage. But following the publication of the Partygate report, there were calls for Boris's entire list to be revoked. This is Chris Bryant, who chairs the Privileges Committee. The resignation honours list is 
a list of some of the most discredited people in Britain today. They're the people who enabled all of this in Downing Street. They're the people who cheered him on and they shouldn't be going to the House of Lords with a job for life. Fellow Tory MP Tobias Elwood wasn't too impressed by Nadine's little tantrum and said she should just go. It harms the party. It's not good for the nation. It distracts the government. So please send in your letter to the Chancellor. Make it clear that you're stepping back. Allow those by-elections all to take place on one day. It wasn't a great week overall for populist shaggy-haired former leaders. Donald Trump got news that he was about to be indicted over the weekend. He became the first US president in history to be impeached twice. Now he's also the first to be indicted on federal charges. It followed a lengthy Justice Department investigation into his alleged mishandling of classified government documents. The indictment yielded a spectacular photo of document boxes stored in a Mar-a-Lago toilet, complete with a chandelier. He's facing 37 federal charges related to national security, and if convicted, he could be handed a lengthy prison sentence. How did he take the news? Well, about as well as you might imagine. The ridiculous and baseless indictment of me by the Biden administration's weaponized Department of Injustice will go down as among the most horrific abuses of power in the history of our country. Many people have said that. Democrats have even said it. Special counsel Jack Smith, who's been leading the investigation, says everyone's equal before the law, even disgraced presidents. Adherence to the rule of law is a bedrock principle. And our nation's commitment to the rule of law sets an example for the world. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. Tuesday saw the Trump circus roll into Miami, where he was formally arrested and charged at the Wilkie D. Ferguson court. He pled not guilty, while his spokesperson Alina Harbeck gave a statement outside the courthouse. The people in charge of this country do not love America. They hate Donald Trump. What we are witnessing today is the blatant and unapologetic weaponization of the criminal justice system. Trump appears to have decided to treat the indictment as a campaign event, so he headed to Bedminster where he gave a speech slamming the Biden administration and made some potentially unwise comments on his impending case. But before that, he stopped at a Miami cafe and in classic Trump mode, promised to buy everyone's lunch, but left without paying for a single one. I think it's going great. I think it's a rigged deal here. We have a rigged country. We have a country that's corrupt. We have a country that's got no borders. We have a country that's got nothing but problems. We're a nation in decline. And then they do this stuff. His remarks in New Jersey didn't go down well with the FBI's former general counsel, Andrew Wiseman. When you are charged with the illegal retention, the possession, the illegal possession of documents, it is not a good idea to say, hey, you want to know why I took these? Because I could. <laughs> that is not a defense to that charge. That is an admission to that charge. But with new polling showing Donald at 53% with Republican voters, a whopping 30% ahead of the next best runner, Ron DeSantis, what are the chances that he'll manage to get himself re-elected and grant himself a pardon? Well, according to Lewis Lukens, the ex-deputy chief of mission at the US Embassy in London, we shouldn't get too worried. I think his chances are quite low. I think he's going to drop out. As these legal charges become more and more evident, his support will, will decline. But even if he does get the nomination, I think most Americans will vote for Joe Biden and not for Donald Trump. All eyes have been on Ukraine this week as the spring offensive is somewhat belatedly underway. Canadian MP Justin Trudeau visited Kiev and met with President Zelensky, bringing a new aid package. But Zelensky wasn't giving much away on how the offensive was going. I would not trust one or another telegram channel, and especially wouldn't trust Putin. 
counter-offensive and defensive actions are being taken in Ukraine. At what stage, I will not disclose. As the week unfolded, there were reports of small gains, while Russia continued with missile attacks on Ukrainian cities. Chair of the UK Defence Select Committee, Tobias Elwood, has urged caution towards the idea that any of this is going to be over quickly. I urge caution into assuming that we're just going to, the Ukrainians are just going to charge in and then the, the Russians would be dispersed and it would be all over very, very quickly. You've actually got the main front of Ukrainian capability still in reserves, if you like, ready for that singular attack. Putin, who started to deliver nuclear weapons to neighbouring Belarus, said the Ukrainian counteroffensive is failing, while the assessment from Western officials is that five Fighting is extremely fierce and progress is difficult. Matters have been complicated as the Ukrainian military have had to divert resources to deal with the aftermath of the Kharkov dam collapse. However, Ukrainian ambassador to the UK, Vadim Prostaiko, says progress is being made. We are literally gaining ground with our counteroffensive. The progress might not be as spectacular as everybody Ukrainian hoping for right now, but we are probing the defensive lines of Russians. We broke through the first lines. We are getting there. It emerged that Ukrainian pilots have started training on F-16 fighter jets in Italy, and that's according to NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. There's still been no agreement to deliver any jets, but with Russian nuclear missiles now rolling into Belarus, the stakes continue to rise. Ukrainian MP Kira Rudik isn't worried. She says the nuclear posturing is just a show to benefit Russian President Putin. These attempts and these messages are to show the world that Putin does have some allies, that he is not alone and that there is some particular cooperation. People waking up this morning, are my children safe and, you know, where are they and where are people that I loved? Where are they? Are they safe? There'll be all of that going on. Those were the words of Nottinghamshire Police Chaplain Joe Tatum after news broke on Tuesday of attacks in Nottingham. Following hours of confusion and fear with armed police closing off the city centre, it was confirmed that three people had been killed and a stolen van had been used to run over three other people, leaving one in a critical condition. Two of the three killed were 19-year-old students Grace O'Malley Kumar and Barnaby Weber, whilst the other victim was 65-year-old school caretaker Ian Coates. Police have arrested a 31-year-old man on suspicion of murder, but said they were keeping an open mind after the horrific and tragic attacks in the city. Chief Constable Kate Maynell gave an emotional statement. This is a a very sad day for our city and we will do everything possible to get justice for the victims and their families. And condolences flooded in from around the country, including from Labour leader Sakir Starmer. I'm sure I speak for everybody in this room in saying that we'd like to just send our thoughts to all those affected and to the emergency services who are responding to this as we speak. Still to come on the standout seven, this morning bosses in hot water and Margot Robbie chats Barbie sleepovers. Right after this... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back.
The unfortunate phrase unwise but not illegal may well become Philip Schofield's most famous catchphrase as the chaos caused by his lying about an affair with a younger colleague continues. ITV bosses were grilled on Wednesday by a Commons committee who had plenty of questions for ITV chief exec Dame Carolyn McCall. One of the questions was whether or not this morning viewers are referred to internally as tower block traces. But the bigger questions were about how and when the channel found out about Schofield's affair with his this morning co-worker. The people that have said they knew would only have heard rumours about it. If any one of the individuals had come to us and said there is evidence, we would have been able to launch a formal investigation. The scandal-ridden former Italian PM Silvio Berlusconi has died aged 86. The billionaire media tycoon and former AC Milan owner entered politics as the head of his own Forza Italia party in the 90s and led three governments between 1994 and 2011. He made a comeback in 2017 despite a career tainted by sex scandals, allegations of corruption and a tax fraud conviction. Tributes have been pouring in for the man behind the infamous Bunga Bunga parties, including current PM Giorgio Maloney, whose governing coalition includes Berlusconi's Forza Italia as a junior member. Silvio Berlusconi was, above all, a fighter. He was a man who was never afraid to defend his beliefs, and it was exactly that courage and determination that made him one of the most influential men in the history of Italy. Fancy getting into bed with Margot Robbie? Not you, sir, be quiet. The Hollywood actress has taken Come On Barbie, Let's Go Party to a whole new level. Speaking ahead of the release of the much-anticipated Barbie movie on the 21st of July, she spilled the beans on the cast sleepover party in London. We had a Barbie sleepover. It was, it was as fun as, you, as, it, as sounds. it sounds. It was Greta's idea, I can't take credit. We all went to, like, Claridge's, which is a really gorgeous hotel in, in London. We all, like, shared beds and, like, wore our pajamas and ordered room service and played games and found out that America is, like, exceptionally competitive. (laughs) You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes we'll give you the world. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.